The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink. Welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. It's consistency. It's consistency. Yeah. It's, it's consistency. You push yourself to the limits. You see what you can overcome, and the rest of it's noise. Yeah, but, oh, you know, man. it's interesting. That is, you know, way back then, right? But it was consistency. But the journey that Nell has been on in, you know, with our business and everything like that, and that was the biggest thing that she was taught by mentors and stuff when she started the business was consistency, even if they're baby steps. It's consistently and eventually, eventually all that's going to pay off Mm -hmm. if you're consistent with it and don't worry about everything else, what everyone else is saying. Don't worry about that if you're doing something that's a little bit off the wall that people don't necessarily agree with or isn't like the norm. It's consistency. And it's just interesting that you brought that up. And, you know, honestly, you had the last laugh. Oh yeah, because I can't wait for my twenty-five year. Yeah, reunion. you had the last laugh, and it's not. <laughs> it's gonna be and great. And it's not. It's not. It's not necessarily a financial thing either. It's you have a beautiful family. You have a beautiful wife. Three beautiful daughters. You're super happy. We have, you know, you have great friends. I mean, not including us. I mean, I don't know if we're great friends. But whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We are the great friends. We are the great friends. I'm but still you, working on you. I mean, yeah. I'm talking to a Steelers and an Eagle fan. Yeah, good but luck. There's no yeah, way you're I'm not going to change that. You can, you can work on it all you want. But you had the last laugh um, because of all of those things. You're, you're successful even. Take financial out of it. You have beautiful family. And that's success. Yep. So, you know, I, bravo to that, to that. So how did you, I mean, how did you end up at Texas A&M? Yeah. That one's an interesting story too. So after I graduated from college at Cabrini, mm-hmm. it's, it was Cabrini College back then, it's now Cabrini University, my wife and I were accepted to the University of Illinois at Chicago. Mm. Uh, if I went there, it would have been more for like a health or life science mm-hmm. And I got an opportunity to teach the cadaver lab. So literally work with dead people. Wait, wait, like teach? Teach, yes. Teach. Full scholarship, all paid for. Teach the cadaver lab at the University of Illinois. All right, all right. That implies to me that this was not your first experience with a dead body. No, it was. <laughs> it it, it, it would have been. been, yes. Okay, okay. Um, then Texas A&M also accepted Kayla and I. And we didn't want to go to two different schools. We were, at that point, like eight, nine years into a relationship, maybe longer. I can't do the math right. After (laughs) six shots of bourbon. Um, (laughs) Six shots, two beers. You you and Kayla were, you know, dating, if you can call it that, in middle school. But you were together since middle school. Yeah. Okay. So we decided to go to Texas A&M. And she had a full ride to go for a PhD in chemistry. Awesome. Which is a different story in itself. You want to talk about slave labor? Well, I mean, the yes. fact, the, yeah. the, I mean, a, a full ride, yep. it's saying a lot. So, and, you know, and I didn't get the full ride. So I had found some interesting ways to go to get about that. It was 2008 in the midst of that financial crisis mm-hmm. where you couldn't find a job. So mm-hmm. instead of getting a job, we were like, let's just continue schooling. And I applied to be a uh, teacher 
for the health sciences, strength and conditioning, mm-hmm. uh, like your gen ed one credit classes that people just take just to get them. So I wound up getting that. And uh, I also had an assistantship. Part of our curriculum as a sports physiologist was to work with several sports teams at Texas A&M. So I worked with swimming and diving, women's soccer, equestrian, softball, volleyball, and they kind of spread it out with a little bit of football there too. Equestrian. Equestrian. <laughs> well, that see, that's something I didn't expect to come up. All those other things, I'm not surprised by. So I'm but, assuming when you say equestrian, you were working with the riders, not the horses. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was the strength and conditioning coach for the which, horses. <laughs> wow. Which the equestrian athletes were by far the most committed. Five in the morning, they were in there in the gym, getting stronger. Wow. Uh, working on their endurance. Mm-hmm. After that, they went over to the stables. They were taking care of their horses. They were practicing on them. And Rob's giving me like, oh, my God, my daughter's doing this. Yeah. Stop talking. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm going, <laughs> oh, crap. And she just asked about competitions this yep. week. 5 so a.m. Oh, for you, gosh. Rob. Never mind. No! 5 a.m. for you. <laughs> and they tr- the Texas A&M equestrian team is one of the top in the nation for years, like consecutively. Some of the most interesting people I met. Wow. Mm. I had no idea Texas A&M had an equestrian team. Yep. But scholarship equestrian team. That's even more surprising. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like I think Texas A&M and I think football. I mean, I mean, I think everybody does. Yeah. I you, you know, think football, baseball and basketball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a heavy sports yeah, college. Yeah. I mean, football definitely for you know, for the most part. I mean, being an SEC school, you got you you need to have a good football program. I mean, not all the yeah. SEC schools have a good football program. There's that bo- they're the bottom feeders a little bit, but yeah. So you worked with the foot you worked with the football team, right? A little bit, not not primarily, but a little bit. Yes. Okay. So you worked. You were there, in you know to Johnny you know, Manziel. Sum up the years Von Miller. that you were there. So you were there with Johnny Manziel, Von 2009 Miller. to 2011. Yeah. Yep. So did you like work out with them, train them? They were so the way Texas A&M worked back then, they were all in a communal gym. So okay. the football team was in the same gym as the volleyball, women's basketball, men's basketball, okay. female soccer, um swimming and diving. All of them worked out at the same time. The interesting part is during during the year, everyone has classes. Right. Mm. So the workouts in the gym are all kind of sporadic. So every athlete or every sport at some point is in that gym at any given time. The reason why it's interesting, a lot of the workouts happen at five in the morning or six in the morning. So picture you're a student. Mm -hmm. When you went to college, you were probably (laughs) sleeping at five or six or seven in the morning, still barely making it to class on time. Sure. So these athletes, they're getting up at 4.30 in the morning, coming to the gym whenever they can. Uh, They have a dedicated nutritionist, a dedicated strength and conditioning coach, a dedicated tutor to help them with their classes. They are working on either school or the sport 12 to 15 hours a day, and it's a repeat cycle. And I think that's one of the things that gets lost in college sports for sure. I mean, in the pros, everybody kind of realizes what happens there. But, I mean – they don't. I feel like college athletes sometimes don't get enough credit 
for the amount of work that actually goes into that. And it's a joke. Like, oh, yeah, they, you know, they don't go to classes and things like that. And it's like, I mean, there may be some incidents that they that there, there are some situations, I'm sure. But the, the vast majority of those of those guys are putting in that work. Well, I mean, that leads into a conversation on the whole likeness and, you know. Oh, the how, name, oh, image, yeah. and likeness. <laughs> name, yeah, image. so there, there's a lot of this here. There's over 450,000 student-athletes in the NCAA. Mm. Out of that, only 7%—sorry, <clears throat> I should say 7% of all high school athletes go to play in college. Of those 7% or those 450,000, only 1.34% of them— Jeez. get some sort of scholarship, whether it's full ride or partial. Wow. Less than 0.2% go to play professionally. Yeah. So all the stories you hear are those big names, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. your Jason sure. Hurts, your Jordan Loves. Mm-hmm. I had to throw out a quarterback from Green Bay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to name the other one sitting in a dark room. Um, but you know, but he's but, made his he's <laughs> made his money. They they did. So you have a lot of the bad images from college athletes are from these large names, but you have these people busting their asses every day, day in day out. They want an education because yeah. they know they're not going to go to the next level. Sure, which is this naming image and likeness. Mm-hmm. It's so broad. I don't know if have you. Do you guys know the ins and outs of that at all? I, I don't know the ins and outs. Of, to, to say I'm an expert on it is it would be so, a complete lie. So Pennsylvania just passed that high school students can now do this. So there's there's another one for oh, wow. for yourself. Um, but in college, these athletes because they're working so damn much, right? They can get paid for their name, in, name, image, and likeness. So if Nike wants to sponsor them and give them shoes, sure, great. Let them right. do that. If they have a TikTok or YouTube account and they're videotaping it, so your top three for that are going to be LeBron James' son. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Arch Manning. Archie mm-hmm. Manning, yeah. yeah. And uh, on the female level, Olivia Dunn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's a gymnast who's okay. now worth over three point five million dollars from her three and a half million TikTok followers? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I never did understand. Like, like I get the NCA trying to keep you know it amateur, which is fine. Um, but at the end of the day, you, you're to have somebody say that you can't make a profit on you my, is not for the NCA to say. My big thing though is. Going back, there's 450,000 athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you were talking, and I mean, the percentages you gave, it sounds like if you can profit off of the love of the sport and the work you have done in that sport, doesn't matter what you do past it. I mean, you've done work in that sport, hard work. So so the people making the most off of NIL or the people that are going on above and beyond that are making boatloads in mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, Mm-hmm. NHL, yeah. NFL. I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think what we need to do is kind of come back and say, we need to have an education. Mm-hmm. You have to graduate from the college that you go to to be eligible for your NIL. That's mm-hmm. an interesting concept. 
And if you don't, it all goes back into a giant pot that gets split proportionally among everyone that graduates yeah. oh, wow. yeah. from the oh. same sport. So yes, if you want to make five, $6 million and you want to bail out after one year and go to the NBA because that's all you're required to do in college now for NBA. Correct. Which uh, I think yeah, they, I think okay. they may change that at some point, I which I'm, they do, which I'm completely in favor of. But then again, you look at LeBron James, who never went to college, right? Kevin Durant. Yeah, but I mean LeBron is no, that's a, not true. A he once went to a Texas. generation talent. That's not true. They they are, but you need to have that stepping stone. What you have these people what if he gets injured and can't play sports? So yeah. that the education is really where we're lacking and yeah. it just promotes that look, you should stay there. Yeah. And if you're the one of the I'm gonna say less than point two percent of our population that has the ability to go on to professional and make millions. Right. Look, you already have millions. What do you need the NIL for? Right, because the reality is what you're saying is I'm, I'm going to uh, summarize a little bit, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're there, in the NBA is a prime example. If you're doing a one-and-done, you're there for one year, the NIL, the NIL money almost means nothing. No. Because if you're leaving after a year, you're, you're probably a first-round draft pick in the NBA. You're not yeah. leaving after a year if you're not. So you're making millions and millions and millions, and yeah. So so why go to college for nil? Right. You don't. Yeah. I, I feel like you know it, the the Split one the and pot. the the one and done is like just you know it's it's they're only going to college because you're forcing them to go for that one year. So why are you even doing that? Yep. You know. So I I agree. Yeah. The Kevin Durant thing was not a good example I brought up earlier because obviously he. Well, you're old. You're over forty. Yeah. That's all that you <laughs> and know. I've, and I've um. had, and I've had and I've had and I've had a few drinks. Kevin Durant did not go directly to the NBA, but <laughs> but I don't yeah. know why that stuck in my head. And then as far as an insight to college sports, I know we're running short on time. We're not running short on time. We can go as long as we want. This is our podcast. Sweet. <laughs> right, so, Rob? Ken laying it down. Boom. It's this our podcast. This is our podcast. Right. So we can do whatever we want. That's right. So, so you, have, you have the complications of people working 12, 14 hours a day, mm -hmm. whether it's education or their sport. Mm -hmm. Look, when I say dedicated nutritionist, I mean, if you're a, uh, let's just say an offensive lineman, you need to lose 10 pounds. Well, you're on a strict diet that yeah. is monitored daily. Right, and they don't mess around with that. Now, the other fun part that no one knows about, is not really publicized, is what if you get injured? Mm -hmm. So That's a big thing. Yeah. So when I was at Texas A&M, we had access to hyperbaric chambers, mm. underwater <laughs> treadmills, <laughs> massage therapists. Your nutritionist helps with that. Uh personal PT, you name it, what would take you and I if we sprained, at, let's just say if we broke our femur, yeah. yeah, half the time. Yeah. Just because of the amount of resources dedicated to it. Right. Well, it's a big business. Yeah. It is. It's a big business. Like, you have to play Alabama in two weeks. Yes. You've got to be up you, and running. You yeah. want that sprained ankle healed up. or I mean, we've, you know. I've seen it where someone broke their so say fractured their femur so not completely broken fractured and in eight weeks afterwards they were back in the gym squatting over 500 pounds all right i gotta hit pause same. I, I really no not that pause take your hand off the mouse kenny 
Well, the last time you had to pee. I know, I had a small bladder. I just didn't know if tiny bladder over there needed to go again. I'm tiny bladder. You're the tiny bladder. I know, but in in this situation, I get to make fun of you. Like, like, I get made fun of, so. Did you expect this episode to go this level of deep? Like, holy smokes. So, we had this conversation. So, uh, previously, I asked Craig to send over a bio. Um, Not to tell me all about him because I knew a lot, but like what, like just an introduction kind of thing. And the rest of the episode, the way we run this podcast yeah. is we have a couple bullet points we like to hit and just let it flow. And I think that's the best podcast. And no, to answer your question, Rob, this went in a way I did not expect. And this level of depth, like this is 10 levels deeper it, and, and I don't know how to say this with a straight face. This that's is what ten, she said. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, that's it. Ten levels deep, did you? It's ten levels deeper with Craig. <laughs> is that that's going to be, that I, maybe be the na- the title of the podcast? Shit, that sounds like an OnlyFans account. Ten hey, levels deeper well, with Craig. We were talking about that last week. Drunk <laughs> we Squirrel OnlyFans. Drunk Squirrel OnlyFans, oh, apparently. So, no, to, I, yes. Like, Wild, right? Oh, my gosh. Like, I knew there were some struggles with... Uh, college and sports and, you know, name, image, and likeness. But holy crap, this is this is huge. Like, yeah. there's a lot of emotion and uh, game that's put into this moment for individuals and students who are walking through this right now that I did not expect yeah. to be unpacking with you. Then, then bring that to the PA level where they just, un- <sighs> like... You now are able in high school sports for NIL. So, so I, I didn't instead know, actually, of education I didn't know that actually. Now you have these kids that are on their phones trying to become TikTok famous. Well, of course they are. So where's the education going? Yeah, for athletes, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's I didn't know it was a high school thing. Now, honestly, it just I really got did passed not. like two months ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just that's I just huge. Did not know that. So I yeah definitely feel like we dove into sports a lot. Oh my gosh! Um, so just a just a quick transition. You can summarize if you want to. <laughs> How? Obviously, so you went to high school in at Cedar Crest, so you're local in that regard. Went to Texas A and M, and now you're back in Lebanon after you're done at Texas A and M, right? Yep. And so, how did you end up? As a financial advisor. Wow. So in I found out really quickly in the sports world that you have to know someone or play that sport mm-hmm. to practically have a foot in to get to where you need to be. Gotcha. So after my wife accepted her master's instead of a PhD and came back up, she wanted to go to Arcadia for forensic toxicology. So if I ever go missing, talk to my wife. Her name's Kayla Lowry. Okay, hold on. I'm gone, disappeared. I, I will entirely admit, your wife, like, I did not expect this. I expected you would be the one to scare me, but Kayla is the one to, to entirely scare me because she will dissolve anyone. She has secrets that I have no idea. Yeah. I'm an open book. I'm, <laughs> I tell everyone whatever the hell I feel like. That's um, true. So when when we moved back, I couldn't find a job in the sports world at all. In Philadelphia, the rent for a two-bedroom apartment was $1,700 a month. At, at that time. 2011. you imagine what it is now? So to yeah. help to get us through college, uh, or to get her through her second master's, 
uh, I got a job doing health screenings for Wawa employees. <laughs> and I was Why driving. Why Wawa employees need a health screening? <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm was, sorry. I'm just asking. Yeah. So insurance companies figured out that if you were able to preventative medicine, get people healthier before they got really sick. Mm-hmm. So lose weight, lower your cholesterol, lower your resting heart rate, all that fun stuff. Um, they would save millions in healthcare, and it is true. We were able to save Wawa fifteen million dollars in the wow. uh, in the two years that we were there. That's hang, hang on, hang on. You saved fifteen million for Wawa. Yeah. Right. Yep. I'm going to bet that most of that fifteen million excluded what is their standard menu and send home <laughs> for everyone else who came to Wawa. Right. They yeah. Just discounted you- the prices on hoagies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we when when I was doing it, we were driving a Winnebago up and down the East Coast, like from this was before they had their Florida stores. So when you say we, who do you mean when you say we? Other employees. We? Okay, all right. So, so it was, it was, with, Wawa a, it was with a company I'm not okay. going to mention. Okay, I left on bad terms with them because yeah. I did not like their business practices. Couldn't have done that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we were doing these health screenings, and it, it was just the monotonous job. You tell some 400-pound person that, look, you should probably stop eating the French fries behind the counter (laughs) and maybe get on a treadmill and walk a little bit. It was just depressing. But we did save some lives. Um, Which is good. We had – I mean, I saw blood pressures over 260, over 190. Wow. Like stroke level where we called the ambulance right there. And got them to the hospital and found out they were having heart attacks. So you were the one Holy. like taking the blood pressure. You were doing mm-hmm. that type. Of, we so took it was almost like a life insurance type of like little. We, yeah, thing, we. Right? I mean, we did blood pressures, cholesterol screenings. We drew blood um, in circumstances we were doing um, uh, CKGs. So mm-hmm. your cardiologist, you're yeah. going on a treadmill with the twelve lead. Wow stream on there and we were able to see are you having a heart attack are you getting close is there any blockages that's crazy i learned a lot of that at texas a&m in several cardiologist classes that i had but the money that i was making traveling five days a week staying in shitty hotels it was 30 grand a year and they were they supplied this Winnebago. Yeah, they were, it was all. And you had I a was, driver or something, maybe. I was, I, no, I was paid a salary, no overtime. Okay. okay. It was the only thing I could find. Again, it was 2011. I mean, we were yeah. coming out of the financial crisis. Yeah. And then at that point, I was like, "This is not how I want to start my life." Well, I went from Texas A&M, like awesome. Oh sure. Working with high class athletes to your 400 pound <laughs> behemoth working yeah. behind a damn Wawa station, right? Right. Um, not discounting them yet, but. It's not what you wanted. It's not what I wanted. Yeah. So I wanted to take control of my life. So I contacted my father, who was a financial advisor for Edward Jones, and mm-hmm. I said, how do I get started? Mm-hmm. He gave me the email address and said, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a very Rob thing to say. So got started with Edward Jones, did that. I honestly did not know what a 401k was. I thought a 401k was the S&P 500. I never had access yeah, to one. No, that's fair. I, I, had I mean, no, why would you, right? <laughs> no damn idea. So... I went to St. Louis for nine months, uh, got to experience everything from bond desks to stock trading desks to what a financial advisor actually does, and how I got out early from that entire career path was when my dad got crushed by a tree. Mm. 
I remember that story. Which is another story. So, like, like I said, twists and turns. Life, yeah. you never know where life goes. We need a second podcast. You just kind of follow yeah. it, but it it kind of creates that entrepreneurial spirit, kind of like what you and L do. You want to take control of your life. Yeah. You want to know what your destiny is. You want to have fun doing it. You don't want to work to live. You want to live to work. Yeah. I'm doing whatever, everything that I wanted to do. You, you are. That's true. That's absolutely true. All right. So I'm gonna drop this. Go for it. And this may be news to, this is going to be news to most people that know me. Um, only a very small handful of people know that I was even doing this. Was I actually interviewed with Edward Jones? Very recently, actually, <laughs> as early as last last year. Um, and I went through the whole process. I got near the end, actually. And I just figured out that it just wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't for me. But, Craig, you were a huge res- You were a huge push, and a huge resource. And I mean, you spent tons of time with me, just either chatting on the phone or stopping over here or whatever. Because I was like, "What the hell?" And I feel like part of it is because like you were in that same boat at one point. Like you had like. A lot different now than it was then, mm-hmm. but you were in that you were in that point. We're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I don't know anything about this, and I like I didn't either. But you know, I was looking for something different, and I thought, well, this might be a path to go down. And you know, so um, anyway, I, I certainly appreciate everything you did in that. And I I told you this, but this is not news. But I appreciate everything you did, and I eventually just pulled the plug myself. Um, I probably, I'm guessing, probably would have gotten hired at some point, I'm assuming. Um, but I pulled the plug myself. And I, the only reason I really felt bad about it was because of the effort that you put in. Um, and I you know, made you know that I was very appreciative of what you did and just all the advice you gave me. But, yeah, um, you are insanely good at what you do, though. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the weirdest connection. So... Going kind of back to your college sports thing, right? You created a plan to get an athlete bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. So if you were a lineman, did I need to lose 10 pounds? If you were a linebacker, did I need to be a quarter of a second faster on right. the first 20 steps to get to the quarterback? On a soccer level, did I need to have more endurance, right? You created a plan specifically for that. And you coach to it. Mm-hmm. Well, same thing as a financial advisor, right? Yeah. I figure out what mm. the people's goals are. We kind of come up with the plan and the way to get to it. And it's the motivation that you give to the individuals. So it's very similar. Yeah. But I don't have to deal with parents. Which is, <laughs> a, which is amazing. I'm thinking is very, <laughs> I'm thinking is, is very important, honestly. Yes. It's very important. By far. <laughs> Hey, Craig, I would like to point out that you're one of the parents I deal with. <laughs> well, that is true. This is why I send my kids to uh, the youth group to fix all the issues I create for them. <laughs> one so of you're going to show up at the next Nerf War, right? Oh, yeah, and they're bringing friends. One of the easier <laughs> parents you deal with, though, I'm guessing. He has his mom. <laughs> oh. I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> He's drinking his beer. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> The, the rock is on our screen right now. His uh, goatee's getting gray, like mine. <laughs> well, he's over 50. He's not a young guy anymore, but he's pretty good shape. 
Shoot. Okay, let's admit this. If we could all be in the shape of the rock in our 30s and 40s. He's a sexy, I would not want to. He's a sexy man. Did you man. see his routine? Uh, yes, uh, I yes. have, and it makes me want to cry. And no. he drinks straight tequila a lot. Oh, yeah. have you had his tequila? No. Uh, yeah, we actually, it's right there. Oh, so uh, good. Terramana. Yes. Shout out to Terramana <laughs> if you want to sponsor the Drunk Squirrel. Oh, I didn't realize that was Please do reach his. out. But his tequila is actually in this room right here. And okay. it is spectacular. Uh, Nell, actually, Nell really loves it. That's why it's in her in her studio bar. So, so right, right, I also you, heard you were a gin guy. I'm so, a gin guy. So if it wasn't his, Ryan Reynolds' gin, aviation <laughs> gin. You know, I haven't had aviation, but I've heard good things. It's oh. actually not bad. Yeah, I, I've had I it. think we're going to have to take you to Wales to a Wrexham match and drink aviation gin. Okay. All right, all right. Hold on. What? That's a direct call out, though, going it back. Is? To Dwayne The Rock Johnson, come on the drunk squirrel. Yeah, Dwayne The Rock and Ryan Johnson Reynolds. or Ryan if, Reynolds or Ryan Reynolds. If either Try. of you somehow find this episode of the Drunk Squirrel falling in your lap, oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> could you imagine either of those? We would be. Uh, I, you know, we admire both of you, um, <laughs> but I'm. I'm. A, I don't know about anybody else in this studio, but I'm. I'm a. I'm a wrestling guy. Not as much now as I used to be. But I, you know, I was watching The Rock during the Attitude Era. Um, I just am. I'm a wrestling guy. I can't say anything. What was your nickname again? <clears throat> I was uh, <clears throat> Father Cock. He was. So, so uh, you really like the Father Cock, don't you? Ken? <laughs> <laughs> he was. That, do you think if you made it to WWE, that would be your ring name, Father Cock? Oh, absolutely. I would have uh, kept During that. the Attitude Era, it would have been, we, I guarantee We all know Rob would have to stuff that little... Well, <laughs> he, he'd need to get like a balled-up sock or something. Um, uh, I'd also have sorry, to work Rob. on that like slightly deeper voice, like, Oh, I'm gonna stuff it! <laughs> okay, so, so what would Father Cock's finishing move be? Oh, I'm gonna stuff it. <laughs> it would it be the stuffing... <laughs> You'd have to find out. It would be the it would be it would be the stuffing. So I have we're this is this is a great episode, first off. And I don't want it to end, but and it's not going to write this second. But I have something else that I want to talk about and this is not I I I didn't cue you into this, Rob, so I apologize. So not really the way that Craig and I met, because we had we had met previous to this. Oh, man. <laughs> but, so, the story of us sp- spending a random weekend together <laughs> before we knew each other, really at all, other than just passing in the hallways of the church, right? Oh, that's an understatement. I mean, that's a real understatement. So I don't know if you, you want to touch on this a little bit. I and mean, I'll this sounds in. like a random weekend story that we should maybe not share. Ooh. Oh, oh, no, no. no. It's, a, it's, a, it's a great story. Rob, do you know this story? No, I don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. So This is, this is the pivotal moment where Ken and Nell didn't realize six years later they would get electrocuted in a Tough Mudder. Yeah, so this uh, is... <laughs> <laughs> this this is going to play into so Rob likes to what well, we like to but Rob likes to at the end of every episode he likes to shove into my Kenny's nuggies of wisdom Kenny's nuggies of wisdom and I would blow past it if he allowed me to but he never does <laughs> which is fine um which is kind of it, it ties right into that but the way Craig and I met right um, do you, I mean, so you remember very well. The most random thing ever. The most <laughs> random thing you could possibly imagine. So I, we, 
I, I mentioned at the beginning that we attend the same church. Rob is the youth director at the church. Um, and he's the, and he's the youth director for Craig's three daughters. <laughs> so I was on the board of trustees. I got asked Bless to be on the board yourself. of trustees. I was on the board of trustees. <laughs> and your father, Rob, was the president at that time. Yeah. And he was in sort of an interim president where it was like they were he did it for a year, but they were looking for the next one yep. at that time. And I I figured out about mid year that he was trying to figure out who was going to be the next president. And he had already hand chosen who he wanted, which was me. Started his con. He did. St- he started his con. <laughs> and looking back on it now, I see, like, I know I, you could see everything that was happening, but I didn't really know it at the time until it was about halfway in. I'm like, okay, I see what's going on here. But regardless, Rob, in true Larry fashion, wanted to go to a chainsaw carving festival in northern PA. Dubois? Treasure Lake. Was okay. <laughs> Treasure Lake, yes. Yes. Treasure Lake right. North of Dubois, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. No one knows where Dubois is. It's Nobody. literally in the middle of nowhere. It's, it, it, most of northern Pennsylvania is in the middle of nowhere. What? It's close to the New York line, isn't no, it? No, it's like right off of eighty an hour north of Pittsburgh. It's it's middle of nowhere. It's way up there. Crap, I lived an hour and a half north of Pittsburgh, and I don't even know where we it drove, is. We I, I know no we one tr- knows where Dubois is. It's a dying town. We drove forever. And then went another hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> yeah. how the trip went. Yeah. Right? So Rob, your, your father, came to me one day at church and was like, hey, we're going to this chainsaw carving festival. And I was – he rented this big house. And you were you and Kayla and you know the it family. It was only was, Lexi. Only Lexi, but the family was going. She was nine months old, taking oh, her man. to Dubois for yeah. a chainsaw carving right. competition. <laughs> and your brother was supposed to go. Your brother's family was supposed to go. And they bowed out. And they bowed out. So he says, "Hey, do you do you guys want to go and stay in this house with us on the lake, a treasure lake, in the middle of winter? In the middle of winter." And uh, so I was like, "Huh." Well, I don't really know you very well, um, and I certainly didn't know Craig very well at, at all at that point. And I came home to Nell, and I was like, hey, you want to go do this? And Nell was like, yeah, sure. And that's actually how this friendship started. So it's Nell's fault. It is. It is. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is great. But the, the Kenny's <laughs> Nuggies of Wisdom ties in, be like, just say yes to things. <laughs> <laughs> Say yes to those types. I mean, because we wouldn't be here. I mean, maybe we would be. So no, we wouldn't. Somehow. There's no way. But we ended up, so you guys were already there. We we worked that Friday, both of us, and copped in the car, drove for hours, got there late in that red Veloster that I had, that three-door Hyundai Veloster that I was driving. How the hell you made it up there. That we <laughs> That we drove to Walmart. That day, and you remember the shopping cart busted up the side of the fender yep. on that thing it, while we were sitting in the car at Walmart. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But we agreed to go with people that we barely knew to spend an entire weekend in a house with together. And I remember Robin was there at the time still. Robin was it was pretty new, I think, at the time. She would have been at nine if Lexi was nine months, I mean, that was my, f- 
first or Moving second in 2015. year. Yeah. We were that was the first year. Yeah. We were we literally we were like drinking Sunday morning. Obviously, that's what you do. <laughs> and uh, Rob, I didn't have Robin's number, but Rob had Robin's like phone number, Other and we Rob. were like texting her like drinking photos because <laughs> that is who your dad is. <laughs> and that sparked this whole thing. And I love your dad to death. I I love like your whole family to death. But that's how this started. Yeah, that's how we got to know each other. We were in. We were forced in the same house all weekend. Random redneck. Random redneck. carving. Went out running around pizza shop, carving. Just it just. Which do you remember having to load the three hundred and fifty pound giant yes. turtle in the back of our truck? No, that was a different year. That wasn't that year. It wasn't that year. No, it wasn't that okay, year. Okay, wait a minute. No, where he does, bought that later. Where does this three hundred and fifty pound giant turtle? It's exist? in the basement at his at his yeah. parents' house. Really? We had yep. to transport in the back of my truck. Yep. That we was should a, maybe, that was a different year. We should maybe do a podcast from that basement. From the turtle? Yeah. Oh no no, it won't be from the basement. It's gonna be from our barn that Shorty's building. Oh yeah. Oh. Cigar lounge, so we can drink scotch and cigars. So how far away from being done is that? Because I haven't April. really had. April, that's really soon. Two months? Yeah, so I got to admit, I mean, I did not expect this episode to go as deep and introspective as it did. Yeah. But I think we need to bring Craig on anytime we're like, hey, let's talk sports. We need, a, yeah, anytime that we just need a guest, Craig. Craig's our guy. <laughs> yeah. I'll be more than happy. It goes this way when you have people that, you just that enjoy each other's company and you just have these conversations, right? Because these conversations happen whether or not we have a microphone or not. So we may as well have a microphone. Yeah, I, I gotta ask, how far in are we? We are an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, okay. This is yeah, we gotta have you on. So yeah. And it feels like we could go another hour and twenty minutes, to be honest exactly. with you. I mean we're not going to, but we could. <laughs> um and we'll do I it mean, again. Just just throwing out there if you really want to have Kayla on. We do actually. We do. With I my goth emo rap, my anorexic, all the other fun years that we kind of went through. I want pictures. Yeah. So, I was thinking that earlier in like before this went off the rails. I mean, really, if we want to do a dangerous thing, what we do is we put Nell, Mel, and Kayla in front of microphones and just walk away. Yeah, and not let. So, okay. Oh God! All no! Right. No! Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. No! Oh, is that- are you guys going to help me watch my three kids? Yes. Well, yeah. Okay, then we're good. Yes. We're okay. Okay. So, and it's going to be five kids because mine will be included. Trampoline park. Which means Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio. So two things. Two things. We just literally solidified two things. So, so the first <laughs> one is we need to have Craig and Kayla on together. Agreed. Okay. I would. I would absolutely like that. Yes, we could. We could also have Kayla on by herself if she would agree to. Agree. Because I feel like there's some stuff that we can dig into that we that we don't know. Um, not about you, but no, about there, there's 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 there will a, be some deep uncovery there. There's a. I feel like there's a that she has some stories to tell, yeah. and I'm not talking about you, but about herself. Well, hold on, hold um, on. I have if some. If you want to know stories with. PhD, master's, slave labor, that I type of know, stuff. Oh, my gosh. I want to know all of those things. Yeah. I want to know about dissolving bodies. I mean, definitely PhDs. Well, you know, definitely. <laughs> and and the bodies well, she, maybe go she along She did with work that. for uh, the Berks County coroner for a little bit. <laughs> well, that I didn't know. So if you want to know all about yeah. an autopsy and yeah. hedge clippers, so you I'm know just, it. What? 
So we need to reach out. To, we need to reach out My to Kayla. My lips are sealed. Which we will do. We need to reach out to Kayla, which we will do. Um, but, so Craig may not know this, but our second episode was a wife takeover. So Rob yeah. and I did the first I one. I listened to it. You listened? So okay. the Drunk Squirrel was the first podcast I've ever listened to. Right. That we really ever. Have, hold on, hold on. Really because you asked, you're like, how do I listen to a podcast? <laughs> ever. Actually, in... In your defense, it may have also been the first podcast your mother ever listened to, too, because I kind of accidentally, on purpose, subscribed her. Well, you need to. Well, yeah, need help. But I'm glad we're your first. I'm glad I had to take, pop the cherry. At I'm some glad point, we're Rob. taking your cherry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I think what we need to do, of course, with the permission of the ladies, including yours, yep, is have another takeover. Sometime in the future with Nell, Mel, and Kayla. Absolutely. And we just leave the room, close the door, Drink. and we don't hear it till we sit. And I sit down, or Rob sits down, or somebody sits down and edits it. And we don't know what they say until that happens. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm slightly terrified and excited all at once. Yeah, I think it would be outstanding. But I'd really like to have Kayla on. Um, because and if Dwayne a- Johnson or Ryan Reynolds wants to host that. Yes. You're more than welcome. Oh, so Three ladies imagine, in the room. Could you imagine Dwayne yeah. Johnson sitting in this seat? First off, we need a bigger chair. Well, not <laughs> only that, but we also need probably better divorce lawyers because all of our wives are going to be like, see ya. That, yeah, that's, that's Wait, definitely I'm sorry, a fact. What? He, is, he is a, he's a good-looking man. You're like, welcome. <laughs> so... Man, I would leave my wife for Dwayne. I, I mean, I'm not. Oh, wait. shit. Uh, do you, I'm not <laughs> editing that out. If I edit this, I am not editing that out. That's fine. <laughs> no, but this has been this has been outstanding. So we're we're starting to push an hour and a half. So we're going to we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. Craig, I couldn't thank you enough for being on. Um, you were uh, a second the second guest. Yeah. And, you know, so what we're trying to do is is so we're putting out two episodes a month. We're having an episode with the two of us. What third guest? Hold on. You, Every you other week. Discounted your wife. Well, not only okay. that, but hold on. Our producer told us that we're by. We are by weekly. <laughs> bi weekly. We're bi weekly. So, yeah, we can't really say twice a month because because January had three Mondays. Exactly, and we release on Mondays every two weeks. So it's so we're by. So you might get Kenny um, and I three times a month. Yeah, we're in your years. Yes, if you're lucky. you might. So it's it's every other Monday, and I don't consider the wives episode as being guests because they hosted themselves. We were we weren't on it, so no, they were the guests. hosts. It's, you guys are the hosts. They were technically okay. guests. All right, that's uh, fine. Yeah, except if you consider all things. I mean, they're. They're the boss. They are the button. Yeah. Nell especially because well, she's yeah. the one that controls what ends up <laughs> on the episode. She what, can make us say some extremely odd things. Correct. So I also know that we had a conversation with your brother. Um, <laughs> and your brother wants to be on the podcast. So we're going to see. We'll see if that transpires. Um, but that may we may get another Lowry on the uh, and Craig, should we have your dad on? Absolutely not, my brother. Okay. <laughs> but your dad? Oh my gosh, 
Uh, that one would be radio edit. Explicit. <laughs> well, yeah, now we have to. Uh, yeah. There is no filter. If you want to. Oh, I know. <laughs> my, my dad would be perfect. If Your you want If you want to talk about how to retire with a purpose. So you don't retire oh. from something. You retire to something. Yes. Oh. That would be what you would get Rob on for. Perfect. Sorry. Let's also specify that your dad is another Rob. Which yes. When when it's oh, Rob, yeah, sorry, Rob and Robin yes. in the church. I mean, it's a whole bit. My yes. dad is known as unfiltered Rob. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I, the the co-host of this uh, podcast with myself is Rob. Yeah, I'm filtered Rob apparently. Oh, which yeah. is hard to believe <laughs> actually. <laughs> but Craig's dad is also Rob. So. There's a lot of robs to go around. So, anyway. Yeah, I think the best way to sign this off is, uh, you know, cheers from uh, Ravioli and Father Cock. Right, yeah, Ravioli. So, yeah, Ravioli and Father Cock. We'll, we'll unwrap Ravioli sometime. Yeah, we'll get into that on another episode of what Ravioli is. Um, but, uh, so, and Rob, Rob, I'm going to let you wrap this up. So Can, can I say a cheers? Oh, yes, Absolutely. please. One, one cheers real quick. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. So hold up your glasses. Got my yep. Corona. Okay. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. Friends, we will always be. But if we ever disagree, fuck you, then cheers to me. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Here, here. And you know what? I got nothing to add for that other than, holy smokes, this was an, a guest who blew our minds. Thank you, Craig, for coming on, bringing an amazing drink, an incredible conversation, and cheers to everyone out there for listening in, being a part of this community, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're still working on that name. Let us know in social media, Facebook, Instagram, or email us directly at thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com because, you know, we love you. This is why we're here this whole interaction from Craig to you to everyone. We love you guys. Awesome. Cheers to you. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.